<laughs> so we're really excited to introduce you to the first ever Millennial Brown podcast episode. Um, it's been a while since this whole thing has been a concept. It's been a discussion. So we're really excited to like dive into what we actually are and a little bit about us and the backstory behind Millennial Brown and the process. So Miss All has a little definition for you on what exactly we are as Millennial Brown. Yeah, so this definition is kind of what we wrote up um, a few months ago, and it's kind of the mantra that we have followed in making everything and working with different people. So for those that don't know, Millennial Brown is an online community and a publication created with the intention to capture beauty in all cultures and all people. Um, this platform was created on the basis that there's so much we can learn from one another. There are a countless number of underrepresented groups that commonly just don't have a voice or stage to bring their creative ideas and perspectives to. We, Millennial Brown, want to be a place for everyone, uh, whether that be race, nationality, faith, sexual orientation, or any other background. We post stories about relevant issues in politics, business, culture, music, entertainment, and even food. Anything goes. Uh, the goal is essentially a power empowerment and to create a springboard for success and talent for those that otherwise would not have the platform or opportunity. Um, so that is kind of like our general definition. Um, but we do a lot. We want to do these things because we've seen a lack of that in the communities that we're in. And so Isa and I both noticed um, that unfortunate reality and we wanted to do something about it. So if you're wondering how this initially started off, I'll get into a little bit about that and then we'll introduce ourselves in more detail. So Instagram was a platform for me to kind of present my political views, but I found that posting on my personal account um, just wasn't getting as much traction and I felt like I wasn't making enough of a difference. So I made this account called Millennial Brown, um, where I would post current events, issues, and it became a nice way to start easy conversations within friends, within uh, nearby communities and get somewhere. And so after my senior year, I felt that there wasn't really much coming out of Millennial Brown and I wanted to do something more, but as I went to college, I kind of put it aside and then I met Isa. Um, and so we'll talk a little bit about that later, but first I'll just get into who I am. So I'm Masal, if you don't know, I'm Masal Arfan. I'm Pakistani American Muslim. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, and I go to George Washington University in DC. Um, I'm studying international affairs and public health as well. And so I love politics, I love photography, um, I love talking about current events and just being an activist in any way I can. Um, so that's me. Aw. Hi, everybody. I'm Isa Sade. I'm from Orlando, Florida. I also go to George Washington University. I'm studying international affairs and pre-med. So wish me luck. Um, so yeah, we're super excited about this whole concept. Oh, sorry. I'm Pakistani Muslim American. I love cooking. I love to eat. I love meeting new people from different places, cultures. I love learning about different people and then telling other people about them and myself. Mm -hmm. I like to talk. I'm no. just kidding. Okay. So what? No, what? No, I don't know what I said. <laughs> Okay. Um, so how did Miss Saul and I meet? Okay. So she's from Arizona. I'm from Florida. So we didn't know each other, but we did have a connection, like a family connection. My aunt is actually really good friends with her family. So over the summer before we went, oh, we're incoming sophomores, by the way. Yeah. 
So this was freshman year. And before we went, my aunt was like, oh my God, my like really good friend's daughter is going to GW. Like you should FaceTime her. And I was like, okay, why not? Like, let's do it. <laughs> we FaceTimed and it was so awkward. <laughs> Yeah, it was so awkward. It was very. Awkward. I was like, "This girl is so shy, and she doesn't talk." <laughs> and like but now, now we're gonna yeah. be roommates. And so it's a very like, <laughs> it's a, just a weird story. It's really funny. I feel like we always just like think about it. And we're just like, we definitely did not think we'd be roommates when we had that call. <laughs> we were just kind of being forced by both of like like her parents and my parents and her yeah. her aunt. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll talk to her. And now we're like roommates and like very, very good friends and we're doing this together. So I think it's like, oh yeah, know, it's, it's a very weird, it's a weird thing, but no, I, it's I'm so weird. glad. We just, yeah. 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 First impressions are hard. Can you imagine like they someone are. being like, go talk to my and, uh, best friend's over, daughter. And like not in person. I feel like they're even more awkward yeah. over the phone. We just talked about schedules the whole time. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then I started freaking out because I didn't know, like, half the class. Like, I didn't, I had missed, like, multiple dates. And then I was telling you. And I thought I was doing something wrong yeah. because you got early registration because Masala is smart. Mm. So, anyways. Um, so, yeah, that is who we are. A little bit chaotic of a story, but that that's what it is. Um, and so yeah. I'm glad that is why we are here today. Shout so, out to my aunt. Thank you, Rosie yes. Popo, for Shout setting out. us up. Thank you. Thank you. So... <laughs> If you're thinking, if you're wondering, you know, how did you guys kind of get together to make Millennial Brown into an online publication, that started with, you know, we started talking to each other after that initial very awkward call, probably like towards the end of first semester. I think beginning of first semester, we'd kind of just see each other and that was kind of it. And then we kind of started getting to know each other. Um, I told her about this Instagram account that I had like a year ago, but I told her I'm super inactive on it. I don't even know if I like remember the password. I just have it and I feel like it could be something, but I haven't really done anything with it. And, so and I was like, bro, yeah, I want to go to the Met Gala. Yeah. So this is a way that we can go to the Met Gala. <laughs> so let's make it something way bigger because the whole concept, like I wanted to do something like this and I was like, but I don't know. And I think, I think it's also a lot it's way more helpful to have like both of us doing this. I feel like if one of us is doing this, like it would be a lot on that one person. Yeah. But I'm really glad that we like formed together and like shared the same idea of like, we want other people to have voice, like voices in the media and like have their stories represented and have different cultures on something like everyone should learn about other people's cultures, other people's opinions. So. Exactly. And I'm like, excited. Yeah, and like a lot of people are doing this, but we what we found was kind of different in what we were presenting to the world or like our communities was it's never been done by like a majority, like by POC type of group. And so we obviously don't label ourselves as that because we never want to exclude anyone. Anyone can join, whether you're white, black, brown, whatever. But we do pride ourselves on being um, a group that is, mostly made up of people of color because we like we said our mantra says we uplift underrepresented groups and unfortunately we kind of make up you know these underrepresented yeah um and so yeah i feel like it's also weird because we have we have the same idea but we also have different personalities which i think has allowed for this to become something like like 
I never thought like this could be an entire online publication. I thought it would be something like, you know, one of those Instagrams where people just like find different content and they look at it in like a more aesthetic way. And I would post current events and that and was And this all is about the aesthetics. She's yeah. like the photography. And I was like, well, like I said before, I want to go to the Met Gala. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so I want other people to like read about it. Like we could be Times, we could be like, that's New York Times and Time Magazine. <laughs> They have the same thing. I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Washington Post, like something like that. Still focusing on like serious ideas, but also including like that art and that aesthetic of like other people from other countries, places, etc. Yeah. And I feel like that combination of like maybe ultra organized, like too much of a focus on that and like dreaming big has allowed this to become something real. Um, and so, yeah, I'm very happy about that. And so we can talk a little bit about like how we got to know each other and then what oh, we yeah. were doing like with um, the photo shoot that we did around DC. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So after like that awkward as heck FaceTime that we had, once we got to like meet each other on campus, it was like awesome. And I think we clicked like pretty quickly. Yeah. And so Masal said that she's a photographer and my Instagram is lacking. <laughs> like I have four pictures <laughs> um so I was like okay like we're in this amazing city let's go explore let's go like find you know like a typical movie scenario like let's yeah. go find cool places to eat let's go take pictures everywhere let's go so it was like what was it December we to- yeah it was December and it was like it was maybe right 30 after degrees. winter break or no I'm sorry oh, okay right so then it was- finals right? Right after finals. So yeah, December. Yeah. So it was like early December and I was like, okay, like we're done with finals. Like, let's go. We we're right about to go to like to break. Yeah. And I was like, let's go do a photo shoot. Like we've been talking about this forever. Let's go like have a little montage of our own. And so in like 30 degree weather, <laughs> we decided to do like outside pictures. We went to, where did we go? We went to like you we went to the Smithsonian. We went to Smithsonian. Chinatown. We went to Chinatown. We went to the National Portrait Gallery. We went to, we used the Metro. Like every, like everywhere we use the Metro. Yeah. Um, where else did we go? I, I think we, I don't know. I'm trying to Georgetown. think. We Georgetown. also went to Georgetown. Yeah. So, and that was all in one day. And I think it was in the span of like seven hours. And I don't think I had explored the city I we'd been there for like four months and I was like I haven't seen this much the whole time I've been there so that was kind of like oh funny story let me just plug this really fast Miss All was like you know what would be a super cool shot if you get under the friendship archway in Chinatown and I was like bro this is a crosswalk like there's like cars coming yeah and she was like no no do it do it it'll be a cool picture and so I was like, okay, fine. So I also had to change my outfit in the middle of the street because it had to match the aesthetic <laughs> that she was going for. And it was a mesh and mm-hmm. a t-shirt in 30 degrees, 25 degrees. And I'm so glad you did because those pictures were amazing. And it was such a good memory. Like literally, yeah. that was the most fun I think I've had. No, for so real. we're doing more. We're yeah. definitely doing more. But Miss All can tell you the whole thing with, Corona has kind of 
Yeah, that's kind of for everybody. Obviously for everybody. It's affected everyone's way of life. Everyone's, like, mental health state. Everyone's family, like, for sure. So when we had this dream of, like, spring semester is going to be, like, the best. We're going to be, like, the main characters, blah, 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 whatever. And then being, like, no, you have to go home. There's a global pandemic. I was, like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's... It sounds a little first world, like, being, like, oh, my God, like, I can't have my, but in a way, like, we were really bummed, because I think, low-key, that photo shoot before winter break was kind of, like, a realization, like, we don't need to do what other kids do at college, you know, partying or just staying in your dorm and just not, like, not, like, enjoying the advantages that you have around you, and so I feel like that kind of clicked that time in December and I was like I need to like make next semester different and like take advantage of this new place that I'm in that's completely undiscovered I've never been here before I had actually never been to DC before going there for school and so I was like I feel like this is the time I'll get to do that then with the pandemic obviously like I just said things changed um but in a weird way like though there's been obviously like devastating effects with corona people getting ill family members dying the economy country i mean it's affected both of our families personally like actually yeah oh yeah i can't imagine like this sounds like a movie yeah and it was like terrible but i think what we did is inspiring in a sense that we took positive positivity out of like this very negative you know occurrence and so, you know, for example, my dad works in a hospital. Isa's family, there's multiple, I mean, she, you can talk a little bit more about that, but you obviously can't really go outside as much as other people because you're more likely. Or yeah, more- so I'm like, my parents are very like health cautious because they both have like health issues. And it's like, I'm in Florida, by the way. So all the Floridians going outside, I've been here in my house for like, 180 days and I'm in Arizona so we're neither of us are in the best so just want to shout out put a mask on shut up and stop complaining I've been in my house for like almost 200 days so it's fine you can see your friends eventually yeah but anyway don't want to sound mean (laughs) just a quick PSA yeah but yeah, so I think what I was like, we were talking and I was like, so like, this is a great time to maybe work on it because Netflix is not really having any good shows. Like I was like, I'm kind of bored. School was over. I was in Maryland because that's a whole different story separated yeah. from my family. So I was like, let's do something like let's, we said that this would be an awesome idea. So let's actually work on it. Let's put yeah. it forward. So and we told ourselves like kind of saying goodbye like I'll, I don't know when I'll see you but I'll see you like whenever um when we left in March and I was like I don't know when but sometime during the summer like let's really do something with millennial brown um that's kind of what we got to work with um probably right after finals ended in May we actually had our first um meeting and so this was before this Isa and I had drafted We'd done very little. We just drafted a constitution. We had. We made... also didn't know what Millennial Brown was actually going to be. Like we knew yeah. the name, we knew it was there was like an Instagram there. But then I was like, so what could it be? And so yeah. then we were thinking like, maybe just like photography, maybe just um, stories, maybe just a place for like art and music and videos and I was like well then why don't we just kind of 
tackle everything. I know that might be like kind of scary, which it was, but I was like, if we can do, because we have so much time on our hands now, if we can tackle online publication, podcast team, arts and creative like source and like, why not? Why don't we just do like all of this at one time? Mm-hmm. And we did. <laughs> yeah. And so that kind of, you know, with like, I think ev- everyone can kind of say quarantine has been a time of like finding yourself, but then also finding your creative interests. And so like from May to now, like Isa is saying, we figured out exactly what we want Millennial Brown to be and what we plan on it being in the next, you know, hopefully by August 3rd. Um, and so Monial Brown is an online community publication. That's like our definition, right? But that doesn't limit it. So we write stories on a bunch of topics, but we're also planning on maybe having a magazine in the future, a magazine release. And this, we have this podcast that allows us to talk about different um, issues, et cetera. And so we can talk a little bit about what we, where we want the podcast to go to. Like, this is just the first episode um, of our series. We don't so, like, really imagine, know- like, I'm not saying we are Disney Channel, but imagine like we are Disney Channel and Millennium Brown Channel is like the kind of like network. And then within those, there's different shows. So there's different podcast series. So Mm -hmm. we will eventually come up with a name for ours, but there's going to be like different shows, different podcast series within our channel, if that makes sense. And Isa and I, I, fingers crossed, we don't really know a name, but we're thinking of just talking about growing up in like the South Asian diaspora. And like, that's also so broad. So we hope we can talk about different things, whether it be like, I don't know, having brown parents and how that affects, you know, um, social life or, you know, how- Even though we're both from like South Asian parents, like both Pakistani Muslim girls or whatever, like we weren't raised the same, like, my parents were basically raised in America. Myself's parents came from Pakistan. But it's also kind of crazy because there are still so many There are a lot of similarities, even yeah. though, like, her parents came from Pakistan. My parents are from America. Yeah. So it's, like, weird in that sense that, like, even though, like, they grew up in completely different places, like, we're kind of raised the same. Yeah. And I think what can be really, like, stressful for Daisy kids is, like, there's no one that I can relate to going through the same experience. I definitely like found that in high school where like kids around me are like drinking and doing this. And I'm just like, that is not aligned with my culture or my religion. And I just can't relate to the people around me. And you can't complain to anyone because no one would understand what you're going through. Because you'd like, be like the only brown kid in your yeah. ride. Or they'd be like, why are you wearing that? Like, why is there an orange marker on your hand? And it's actually henna or like, why are you wearing those clothes? Like, that's, like, weird. Like, why would you wear that? Except when it's, like, 100 degrees out in Florida, and they're, like, why are you wearing pants? And I'm, like, yeah. no, let me just change. Yeah. Let me just do it. Yeah. And so we just want to, this is what we want to do with Millennial Brown in general. We want to talk about things that aren't being talked about enough and normalize them um, and educate ourselves also, but also educate other people at the same time. Um, and so let's talk about what we've been doing with Millennial Brown kind of in the last few months since May. Um, you can start with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want me to do it or do you want to? You can start. Good. Okay. So what we've been doing so far, kind of like the behind the scenes is 
getting a team actually together because there's no way we could have done this all by ourselves. So like shout out to Millennial Brown team, executive Mm -hmm. board, every single person. I love you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we have what, 30 plus? So like total members, we have casual 44, I think. Okay, so thank you. Shout out to those 44 of like Millennial Brown team members team members yeah. no it's insane. um i'm honestly i'm shocked every day that we like tricked that many people <laughs> like being a part of our idea because it really is like not a risk obviously like you're not going to be harmed by joining our group but it is a risk to like dedicate so much time to something that's like not fully established um so in that sense we really do think the people that follow us so far we i do want to mention this we hit uh 650 followers um today and in May, when we started, we had 200. And so that really shows, like, the growth that we've So thank had. you for the support also. Yes, thank you. Um, so, yeah, we've been building a team. We have different departments for, like, the articles that we're going to produce. So uh, politics, entertainment and music, and arts and culture is what we have so far. Not to say that we won't expand, hopefully, in the future. Yep. But that's what we've been focusing on now. Um what else have you been working on the website? We've been working on different like Instagram series that myself can talk about to like yeah. as a way to like incorporate like followers on a more personal level. So yeah, I'll talk about that. So Millennial Brown is launching August 3rd. And so that is when like the main part of what we are will come out to the public and people will see. But since we can't release those articles until that date, what we've been doing so far is to educate. Our goal is to educate our followers and also just get them involved. So we've done that by doing a Ramadan series. So Ramadan was back in May. We had different people talk about their experience. Sorry, my mom's cooking. You're good. You're good. Um, we talked about like different people's experiences of Ramadan, what it's like to fast, what it's like to not be able to go to the masjid because of Corona. Then we did a Calling All Creative series where we featured people's poetry, photography, videography, whatever creative skills they have to uplift smaller artists. Um, and then we had a really good idea to do conversation. So these were weekly virtual roundtable conversations. Um, and we would talk about the power of protest. We talked about um, structural racism in America when it, uh, the very unfortunate death of George Floyd occurred. Um, we talked about um, different issues like these, socio-political, mental health issues. We talked about corona. Um, and then recently, we've been doing this really successful series called the Underreported Humanitarian Crisis Series, which has been, we've had three parts. So the first was Kashmir, second was the Yemen crisis, and third one was the Palestine crisis. Um, and I, we both can say like the response to that was really overwhelming in a, in a good way. Uh, we got a lot of um, people to follow us and also become involved in the conversation. Usually we would have about 10 to 12 people come to our conversations and we had 34 people come to our Palestine one that was last week. Um, and people reached out saying like, thank you for educating us. And so I think we both kind of realized like, wow, um, what we're doing, what our goals were, like they're actually coming true. And yeah. And with like these different series and with these different like projects that we're working on, we're trying to focus on like those underreported, like it says in our mission statement, statement, those underreported voices that aren't getting heard in the media. Like 
the Yemen crisis. I don't know why it's not being told in the media. The Kashmir crisis has been going on. Like all of these things have been going on for so long. Structural yeah. racism in America. I'm not even going to start talking about how long that's been here. But yeah. like those are the types of conversations and we want every single person there, male, female, black, white, like gay, straight, doesn't even, it like doesn't matter. Just those perspectives and opinions, we can all learn something from each other in those conversations. And yeah. hopefully like it could lead to something greater. Cause I feel like if everyone is educated on that topic, then it's a lot easier to yeah. actually talk about it. And like, I mean, not to get like philosophical at all, but you know, we all kind of have, we all have our own experiences. And so there's no way we can fully understand the world and like be a rational human being without being exposed to different ways of thinking, right? Like if I, a Pakistani American Muslim, just stayed in my bubble and only spoke with people that had the same mindset as me, I wouldn't grow as a person or like an individual or even as someone that wants to possibly pursue politics as a career. That's just not healthy. I wouldn't want someone like that to be in power, right? And so we, we want this to be a place where like you kind of even feel uncomfortable at times because you're being exposed to an idea that you've never been exposed to. And um, even and so, like people like on paper, like Masal and I are basically like the same, like yeah. Pakistani American Muslim, like IA majors. Yeah, IA majors. But like yeah. after having these conversations, you'll notice that like it's not even a bad thing. Having varying opinions and perspectives is not a bad thing mm-hmm. at all. So it's yeah. like important to learn about those other perspectives and opinions and like and just it's hear them out. to understand that too. Like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, and so I think like that is all we really wanted to talk about with this first introduction episode. Um, we have a lot more coming. Our launch is August 3rd. Um, we're going to have a lot of articles coming out that day on politics, culture. We're going to have a few art series coming out. So we're just, I don't know, we're overall so, so excited for where this is going. Um, August 3rd is going to be a really, really good day. Fingers crossed. And stressful. Um, and stressful, yeah. No, I'm kidding. It'll um, be good. But yeah, that is that is all we have for you. Any ending kind of thoughts, Isa? Just wanted to say thank you to anyone who's watching. This is yeah. embarrassing for me. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but thank you to everybody so far. Thank you to the team. Thank you to my song. I'm start crying. With that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that's it. August third is going to be awesome oh and if you have your if you have any stories or any work or anything that you want to submit to us you can always email us and if you ever have any ideas for podcast episodes um or things you want to hear us talk about we always have that on our website a form that you can fill out and we would always love to hear ideas from you to talk about different things Um, Our podcast is going to be available on a bunch of different platforms like Spotify, um, like through Anchor FM, a bunch of different ones. And so we're really excited to be able to put this out there. Also, we'll be posting these on YouTube. So if you feel like you better comprehend, you know, conversations visually, I know I'm someone that does, um, feel free to check out our YouTube channel, which this is what that's on. Um, and then send this to friends and family that are also interested. So yeah, thank you yeah, guys so much. Yeah, and spread the word. Millennial spread the Brown, word. Spread the yeah. word. We're at Millennial Brown with two ends. Two ends, right? yes. On and Instagram. We'll link all of our socials um, in the <clears throat> description below. 
tell um, your mom, her friends, her grandma, her friends, dad, etc. Yeah, the whole the whole crowd. Yeah. We'd love to have them. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye Miss All. Bye. <laughs>